Good morning and welcome to the Building Connections podcast with Gang Alternative Incorporated. My name is Dashwell Irvin and I am the College and Career Development Specialist here at Gang Alternative. And my role as the College and Career Development Specialist is to provide educational support to all of our youth in any of our Gang Alternative programs. We are so excited Gang Alternative has over 25 programs and over 100 employees that serve both Miami-Dade and Broward County. We here at Gang Alternative believe that building characters that last in children and families makes a total difference. We are excited about this podcast and this collaboration with We Florida Financial. We have been partnering with them for over three years and we are so grateful for their continued support. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce Ms. Dawn Clark, the Vice President of Marketing with We Florida Financial, and she's going to tell you a little bit about yourself. Welcome, Dawn. Well, thank you, Dashwell. It's, it's great to be here, and we really appreciate this opportunity. Um, we Florida Financial um, is a not-for-profit credit union, and if you live in 46 different counties in the state of Florida, you can be a member. It's really simple. And, and we love going and being a part of the community to give back to those that have done so much to assist in the financial literacy and well-being of our neighbors. So we're very excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. And like I said, we are so grateful for your continued support of Gang Alternative. And so, like I said, this podcast is about financial literacy. So we want to make sure that our listeners are able to learn a plethora of knowledge about financial literacy as well as the different programs we financial, we Florida Financial offer. So let's talk about budgeting and saving. Tell us a little bit about that because I have two kids, two daughters, a nine-year-old and three-year-old, and then my husband constantly tried to um, incorporate and tell them the importance of budgeting and saving. So tell our listeners a little bit more about the importance of budgeting. Absolutely. It's it's really important to, one, save, and it's never too early to start educating your children about Mm -hmm. financial literacy. Telling them, you know, what is a savings account, even getting them a savings account. Um, That is something that maybe when a child is born, um, as a gift for family members, you can add to it. Um, I, I have a niece. I don't have any children, but I have a niece. I'm the best auntie in the world. <laughs> and when she was born, we made sure that she had an account so that if we wanted to, instead of giving her um, physical gifts that maybe she didn't need right then, we were adding to her savings account so that she could use it in the future, whether it was um, to you know, start college or to purchase a car or something that she wanted to do down the road as she got older. Oh, absolutely. That's a great idea. My mother-in-law actually does um, have two savings accounts for my daughter. So I think that is a great way to actually start saving because if you think about it, you don't want to wait if you have kids, you don't want to wait to save until they're 16 or 17 for college or maybe for a car. You definitely should start early. I think that's a great idea. Well, even when um, they're too young to really understand anything, you are really saving for their future. Right. But I think as they get a little bit older, I think you said you had a nine-year-old. Yes. Then I think that's a really great age to start talking about savings and, and, and budgeting. How do you, um, you know, one, start making money right. if you have chores around the house that the children are doing or the, um, the teens are doing, you know, putting that money aside and showing them here's, here's what you can do with it. 
and watching it grow because I think that's a lot of things that they don't understand Mm -hmm. is you're not just putting it away and it's doing nothing but sitting there but especially at credit unions we offer great rates that allow you to build on that money as it's sitting in that account right absolutely yeah and um, I was telling you earlier that my nine-year-old she has a business where she does um, lip gloss and make hair bows so now she understands a little bit the value of money and saving because before that she definitely didn't she thought it was like shake mommy shake daddy (laughs) to get money and so now she understands a little bit more so I think that's really good advice like you said when kids are first born, even if, like you said, if you don't have kids, if you're an aunt, you're an uncle, a grandparent, any type of support of a family member, that is a great way to be able to help kids understand and to help start saving for their future because we see now with how everything is with the pandemic, it is so important to have savings and to be able to understand budgeting as well as savings. So absolutely, those are great points. And I think that, you know, a lot of days now when you get an an open a savings account you can get a debit card that is tied to that savings account so you can really go into more of that mode of here's what my savings and my account is here's what my budget is and we'll get into that a little bit later about Mm -hmm. you know some tips for budgeting but what do i need what do i want and and how do i pay for it by by putting those into buckets of Okay, now I have I have some money, which is my income, mm-hmm. whether it's been given to me as gifts, whether I've done chores around the house, and it's sitting in that account, and then I want to spend on something, I need to look at, is it something I need, something I want, something I have, which will lead us into some of the budgeting tips. Right, absolutely. So if um, a parent or a guardian or um, a family member wants to open up a savings account for um, a child, who's someone who's under 18, what does that process look like um, with We Florida Financial? It's really simple. We can um, do it online. The guardian can open a youth account for the child, and they just need to provide the information and deposit $5 into the account, and they become a member of the credit union, which means they are invested in us as a whole, Mm -hmm. and we look at that as a a long-term investment. Oh, right. Absolutely. Now, do you guys offer um, any sort of like youth financial programs or opportunities for youth that they wanted to dive a little bit more into learning about um, broader financial literacy programs? Absolutely. We have a lot of things that we do, not only for our young members, but all of our members with financial literacy. We have webinars, we have website um, seminars, we have podcasts you can download with our partners at coffee which is part of um, consolidated credit which is the knowledge of financial education Mm -hmm. and (laughs) what they do is they they as a partner they give us a lot of access to free free to our members to be able to go on and find subjects that they are interested in and learn more about it but i think one of the most exciting things that we just did is we launched a an, a new app a new mobile app okay and it is really dedicated and geared towards the younger audiences it, it's very similar to duolingo have you ever done oh, anything yes, with yes. duolingo that with my 3 year old she loves it <laughs> so very much like duolingo it is um, it's called Zogo, okay. and we have a code that allows you to download it for free, We Florida. Okay. And what it does is it gives you very digestible snippets of financial education. 
And based on your demographics and your age, it'll serve you up information based on what they feel your knowledge should be at that time. Wow. So, so if you're older, you may get more information about saving for the future, right. investing, 401k savings. If you're younger, you're going to get the, the, the investing, I mean, the um, savings 101, some stuff like that. But what is even more exciting is that you actually get paid to learn. Wow. So you can get, now, you know, kids these days are all into phones, tablets. So you can download this amazing app and get paid to learn while also learning about financial literacy. Listen, this that is a hit. I'm going to download that for my kids because they're always on the phone. And it's like you have to be able to just find ways to engage them so that it's not sort of burnt, burning them out per se but that is also inspiring because look, listen, they're our future. You know, we get older and the future leaders and doctors and everything. So we want to make sure that we're able to reach them where they are. Exactly. So. And that's what, what the way that they can earn is when they complete the little snippets of information, mm-hmm. they're given a short little quiz, just similar to Duolingo. And right. if you pass it, you earn what they call pineapples. Wow. And then as you gain pineapples, um, there's also fun things like pineapple parties where you can test your knowledge against other users in the app. Mm-hmm. But with these pineapples, as you collect them, you can turn them into actual gift cards for your favorite retail stores. And Amazon, Walmart, Target, uh, CVS, anything that you would need to purchase something from, you right. can use that free money to wow, some extent. that's amazing. And you said the app was called Zogo? Correct, Z-O-G-O. Okay. And you can download it on Android and Apple. Okay, Apple. And then you can use get a free to We Florida Financial. You just put in the code We Florida. Okay, so the code is We Florida. Listen, that is great information for all of our listeners. I encourage you all to download the app, even if, like um, Don said, if you're older, it's, it caters to you. So that's definitely something that's interesting. That's very empowering. So let's talk about budgeting. I know that's something that a lot of people have take back about um, because it is is hard, you know, when you are working and you're trying to save. But um, tell us a little bit the importance of of budgeting and ways that um, individuals can budget. You know, I think when you have a budget, one of the most important things that it does is it allows you a little bit of freedom Mm -hmm. it's less stressful because you know how much you can afford for something and how much you can spend or how much you can save depending on what your goal is with a budget and it also allows you to put together a plan for saving or goals or even getting that item that you kind of have always wanted Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of us are very uh we, we all are look at, do you need it or do you want it? And right. some of us just want some things and some of us need some things. But um, budgeting is really being able to determine the difference between those items. I think that's probably the most important thing. Right. I agree. Because if you think about it, like, like you said, if it's a goal, you want to be able to kind of cater in, hone in on that goal so that you can set yourself up for the end goal, the end result. So I think a lot of times when we think about budgeting, it may be just overwhelming for people. I know for me, I'm not a big budgeter, my husband is, but I've sort of adjusted and made it fit for me. So do you have like some tips or tools that people can 
um, utilize to help them budget that's comfortable for them? I think first that the first thing you really need to do is determine what your expenses are. Okay. And and are they a need? Something you need to live, food, shelter, um, power, utilities versus a want. Right. That new outfit, those new shoes because they'll go with an outfit you've purchased <laughs> or just something that you may not need to survive. And I right. think that is very difficult for a lot of us nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the pandemic has really helped a lot of people frame that in their mind a little bit better. Yeah, it definitely has. And then I think the second thing is is literally write it down. Put it on paper. Make a list. These are everything I need to purchase or everything I need to do to, to mm-hmm. survive. So you start on maybe one side with your income. I've you know Whether it's your savings or whether it's um, your job income or whether it's your chore income if you're younger and doing chores around the house mm-hmm. or for the adults it's you know what are you making what what is, what money do you have whether it's an, an account or you know a savings or checking account what do you have and then write down what are all your expenses what are you spending money on right and then divide that expenses into needs and wants mm-hmm. And I think once you have that written in front of you, you can see that maybe if you don't really need those ones, <laughs> you can weed them out right. <laughs> and or cut them back. And that way you're able to really see, oh, I can start saving for that new car down the road or something else, that new house down payment maybe you're looking at in the far future. Right. And I think for young adults, even just going to college, paying for books, dorms, stuff like that, um, can be it can be overwhelming. Very, and, very overwhelming. And I completely agree. So I think really start, just write it down. And then that helps you really see it in black and white. Right. I think that is definitely great advice because writing it down, like it's tangible. You can see it, you can go back to it. Like, I tell the youth that we work with all the time, especially when we are doing, like, financial literacy, when we're talking about saving and budgeting, if you don't write it down, it kind of doesn't exist. So, if you're able to write it down, figure out, like you said, what are your needs, what are your wants, and sometimes you do have to sacrifice. Like, I learned that as an adult, as a 35-year-old, that, listen, sometimes you really have to sacrifice to get to your end goal. And that's okay. But I think that a lot of times if we're able to figure out what our goal is, how we're going to approach it with the plan, that we can get to the end goal, we can get to the end result. And budgeting is sort of one of those things where you have to write it down. You have to stay consistent because I know that was kind of hard for me with budgeting because I like to spend. So it was really about just writing it down, staying consistent, and eventually it works. So I think that is great advice. Um, to be able to utilize for young adults, for young kids, for older adults. It's just something that's kind of universal. If you don't write it down, you're not going to be able to go back to it to reference it. So that's definitely good information. Um, What about if for youth who are working, like some high schools who have part-time job, what like advice would you get for them for budgeting? Um, Well, first, I think they should open an account. Whether right. it's a savings or checking account, open an account so that you can, one, have some place where your money can go. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I did for budgeting is I stopped using cash mm. because it just went away. 
And there's no writing in the account that says, oh, you spent $10 on coffee at Starbucks yesterday. (laughs) So again, when you have an account and you're spending from that account, it's in writing. You see exactly what you're spending on. I don't need that coffee every day. I want it. I don't need it. I want it. So even cutting back and maybe you splurge every Friday. Right. You're saving money. So that can move into a different account maybe that you're not always touching. Absolutely. So first and foremost, you definitely um, need to start with an account. Um, depositing money into it regularly and, and keeping track of what you're actually spending it on. And that's a good, healthy a habit to start, yes. no matter what your age is. I agree. Um, and then because you can actually keep track of it, maybe you'll spend a little differently and, and really look at it. Look at your account every month. If you had a checking account, you'd want to balance it and make sure that you know what you're spending is coming out and it, it, it's what you think you have in your account. You're not just out there willy-nilly going, <laughs> oh, yeah, here's another $10 here. Here's another $5 right. here. And it's not adding up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, that would be my second piece of advice. But you, know, you want to spend smart. So always looking at what you're spending your money on. Can you find something on sale? Can it wait? Do you have to have it right this minute? Right. And does it have to be Starbucks? Maybe you can go to McDonald's and get a coffee Mm because they're having a special for a dollar coffee in the morning. You can then get coffee every day during the week and spend what you would on one day at something more expensive like the Starbucks. Right. So those are some ways I think that you can smartly spend on things that you want and still be able to meet goals and to save and or you know whatever your end goal is to be able to reach that a little easier right absolutely thank you i definitely agree and i think a lot of times like you stated being able to have that account to be able to sort of show your track record and you can kind of see because that's a trend that you can um kind of see like hey you know i'm spending too much money on this like you stated do i need it is it or is it something i just want because I realized that, like I used to spend so much money on eating out when you can just save money, maybe eat out only twice a week as opposed to five days a week throughout the work week. So those are great, great tips and tools. Um, do you guys offer any um, sort of um, teen accounts where if a high schooler wants to open up an account or do they have to utilize their parents to open the account for them? It's interesting you say that because just because you're budgeting doesn't mean it has to be restrictive. Right. You can include some of those fun, entertaining items in your budget and make a line item for that. Um, maybe let's say you set aside $100 for the month or $200 for the month to to go kayaking, to go out to dinner, to go see a movie, to rent a movie, whatever you want to do to spend in that time. But you'll feel be less stressed because you already have accounted for it and written it down. Absolutely. But it really all starts with an account. If you if you don't have an account, I recommend opening one because it all starts there where it's it's in a place where you can access it, you can see what's happening with it and you can review it every month and you can really be on top of what your spend is looking like. Yes, absolutely. And how do um, our audience go about opening an account? It's really simple. You can um, pick up the phone and give us a call, or you can go onto our website at wefloridafinancial.com and open an account right there. If you're underage, you'll just need your parents' or guardian's signature. 
and a simple $5 deposit. Absolutely. That's amazing. Well, Dawn, we thank you so much for providing us with all these great gems. Um, we are looking forward to continuing our partnership with We Florida Financial. Thank you so much for our audience for listening. Please tune in to the Building Connection podcast, and we look forward to hearing from you all soon. Thank you, Dawn, so much. Thank you for having me.